What's up? What's up, guys? Sorry about that. Posting all the stuff on the, uh, you know, the YouTube saying, let's go live. It's the only way we can try to get more people in here since the old YouTube uh, shadow banny type thing that may or may not be going on. You know how it is. What's up, guys? I'm gone with John. Welcome to the show. Today, let's talk about red pill rage and why red pill rage is bad for you as a man later. At first you need it, and I'm gonna talk about that too. Don't worry, we're gonna go through everything. Let's move this mic a little closer so you can really get the romantic feel for my voice. How are you guys? I'm going with John. How are you? Check, check, one, two. Drop a one in the comment if you're in here, boys. Good to see everybody, by the way. Shiite poster, what is up? Hope everyone's having a good one. See, men showing men a little love. Pause, not that kind of love. Raw in the building. What's up, sir? Good to see you. What's up? Shadrock Roberts. Well, I shouldn't say the last name. I don't even think that is the last name. I can't remember why I thought that. Shadrock, good to see you anyway, sir. You know how it is. Malice O'Connor in the building. Always good to see a little malice in the building, guys. Garrett, what's up? Good day, John. Greetings from the Netherlands. Yo, what is up, sir? What is up? Yes, yes. Good to see everybody in the building. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, and I don't want to butcher it, but hello to you, good sir. Zach Taylor, what up? What up? Who in the building? Ah, my men. Good to see everybody. Hit like on your way in. Let's dive in. Welcome to the live stream. Let's talk about Red Pill Rage. Sounds like the neighbor's headed off to work, guys. Sounds like the neighbor's headed off. He's got a nice, fast car. Uh, let's talk about this, boys. Let me get my information up. Let's get this banner out of the way. And let's share the screen with you. Mm. <clears throat> Guys, red pill rage typically is, you know, a number of different things, many times financial. But I wanted to show you this before we dive into the main event. Uh, let's share the other article with you first. I think it'll be better if we do it in that order. Why would a man be angry at the end of the marriage or at the end of the, you know, why this feeling of anger and resentment perhaps towards the alleged female, so to speak? Well, here's some things you might know, some of the facts about it. This is one that I thought was important. What if you were married to someone who made substantially more money than you? If you are a divorced 
if you are divorced and were married for at least 10 years, you are eligible to claim their social security instead of your own. Since once you hit 62, they're not currently remarried. So if she doesn't get remarried and y'all were together at least 10 years, she could likely claim your retirement. You understand? Like that's how messed up and jacked up it is out here. Whether your ex-spouse is still alive or has passed away, you are entitled to benefits based on their work history. And you can continue to receive them if you die, regardless of where your ex is alive or not. Guys, think about this. Think about you're getting married for the idea of romance and all these wonderful feelings of love and security and all of this. Yet she may or may not even know there are laws in place that says if you die, you worthless piece of shit, she can still get paid as a result of your hard work because you loved her. Let that sink in for a moment. Like logically, let's process that. You loved her with everything and she was sugar and spice and wonderful. You work yourself to death trying to take care of her. You pass away after she divorces you and divorce scrapes you. You're homeless or whatever the case is. Struggle to pay bills until you finally pass away. She can then claim your social security and retirement benefits that you worked all your life for because why? Because fuck you, that's why. You were married to her, dummy. Isn't that interesting? It's kind of sad if you think about it, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So this is kind of where we're at as a society. Men, I think, are kind of getting to the point where we're done with the, um, you know, being able to just be completely outright used and not care about it. We used to not care about it, but I think that's because there were benefits to it. You know, like you still got things out of the relationship. You still got whatever, a sandwich, I don't know, the occasional love uh, in the form of sexual, you know, wifely duties. <clears throat> the benefits you are entitled to based on your ex-spouse's total con contribution to Social Security. Okay, so... Um, this is one of the reasons. Now, this is, of course, from Forbes.com, so it's not like I'm giving you some crazy information here, but you do not need your ex-spouse to do anything in order to claim the benefits for yourself. So the man's involvement is not even needed. She can just be like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I want his Social Security. I want his retirement, his SSI. And if you all have been together more than 10 years, she might get it. I get it. This is why, of course, you have to have other means and ways of being able to retire if you're a man, because she can literally get your Social Security retirement after divorcing you. And you can work as a Walmart greeter or whatever and eat cat food till you die, you dummy. But she can do this. Why would you do this? Why would we, you know, think about that, guys. Anyways, let's talk about red pill rage and get into that subject a little bit here for you guys, because that's what we're doing today. Hi, John Fernandez. Good to see you. Excellent. Good to see you, sir. Yeah, it's all transactional. Unfortunately, this is what it's become. It shouldn't be like this. It didn't used to be like this, quite frankly, but this is what it has become. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> guys, 
Red Pill Rage is something you can use for a little while to focus your energy to get better. This will allow you to grow as a person. This will allow you to use your anger for something positive. But the most important thing is you have to be able to channel this without letting it overwhelm you in doing something dumb whether it be to the ex, her new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, Omni. I don't know what all the the terms are. You have to understand that your anger is just. People will tell you, oh, don't be angry. Oh, you need anger management. You need this. You need that. You need Sometimes, guys, it's totally acceptable. Like if you're with a lady for a long time and you've been together and she does something nefarious to the football team, You might feel some kind of way about it, justifiably, but you needn't act on it in physical energy. You needn't act on it in rage. Now, you can channel that anger into something positive, whether it be focusing your energy on a business you're working on or your book you're writing or your hobbies or another woman or whatever it is that isn't physical um, rage. This is important for a lot of men because this is very difficult. We usually go towards, uh, I'm going to smash something or destroy something because I'm angry because it's easy. People have done it since their children. And I'm guessing that since it was possible way back when I was a young man, that it is uh, out of control at this point, given the way children are raised nowadays versus the Uh, boundaries and limitations that were in place when I was a young man. Back then, the parents and grandparents and everyone, you had to behave in a certain manner. You couldn't, well, a lot of the things that nowadays are common uh, weren't common back then because, well, you better behave. Someone would get your attention very quickly if you did not. This is how you have to treat your own rage. You have to be able to keep it in check. It is a valid human emotion for a man. Uh, we're we're done with people shaming men for feeling a level of anger or resentment based on how they were treated. It's uh, a telling sign that people don't care about men's mental health because when a man is hurting, what do they say? Oh, who hurt you? Oh, walk it off. Oh, you're crying. Quit whining. Well, a man's emotions are valid, guys, and it's human to have them. So that being said... I would think the best thing to do is channel that anger into something that will help you, something positive that will help you to grow in some way as a man. Many people will allow this rage to overcome them, and a lot of women will use this against you because, well, when you're in your feelings, you're easy easy to manipulate. It's easy to push someone over the edge, guys, when they're in that angered state and it's visible to the other people. The other people might say, well, let me push him right on over the edge so he can just go on and ruin his career, his life, his everything else. Some men will succumb to that anger and will ruin their lives as a a result of it, guys. I mean, many men have been so overpowered with quote unquote love. Guys, come on. Chemical reaction. Quote, unquote, love. Dopamine. 
um, that they've done things that are nefarious out of anger to the other person and ruined their life and ended up in prison for the rest of their life. Guys, if you're a 30-year-old man and you live to be 80, well, that 50-year stretch in prison is going to be a very, very long time. You know what I mean? That would be a that'd be a rough one. <clears throat> so it is what it is, but this is the things we have to start talking about and being able to discuss the fact that men have these feelings for a reason. You're given rage as a tool as a man for a reason. It has a very particular time and place. But you must learn to master it first because rage is the one emotion that if you don't conquer it, it will conquer you. You will become the rage. So we have to learn this because in the red pill rage stage after a divorce, a breakup, a I've found that men that I've talked to can experience this for years. Guys can experience this anger two years later, can experience this anger a year later, can feel this level of pain and resentment a year or two after a divorce, sometimes even longer, depending on if the ex-wife is dragging you in court or trying to destroy you. Not every woman will do this, guys. There are women out there that will, you know, they, they need the child support. They got to get the child support. It is what it is. So, but maybe they don't go after alimony. Maybe they're not trying to destroy you or this is possible. This does happen in cases, but it is nevertheless frustrating for the man that's going through it. It doesn't mean that it makes it easier on him to say, oh, well, thank God she's not trying to destroy me, but I'm, I don't have the relationship that I had with my children anymore. I'm not a part of their lives like that anymore. All of these other things affect that man. And that would cause a man, many men, to get a little angry sometimes. But the important thing is trying to get a message out to you guys to know that this is a normal thing and we need to wisen up as men all together. Now, I will say men have come a long way since the 80s. Um, I've, even when I was a child, I can remember circumstances where a simp did a death by simp in the parking lot to a lady who knew uh, my mom. She was one of my mom's friends. And I guess he had, she had broken up with this guy and there was a new guy involved or something. And he uh, unalived everybody, including himself in the parking lot of the apartment complex. So they, I've seen this throughout my life. But sadly, people will do this over what is basically a chemical reaction. Look, love is fantastic, guys. It sells a lot of books, movies, and music. But understand that this is still just um, two humans interacting through a series of chemical pheromones and smells. And this person makes me feel a certain way and makes me, which is phenomenal. I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. But to lose your life over it or your freedom over it, well, it seems a bit misguided. But that's what a strong feeling it actually is when you think of love and emotions and anger. This is why I try to teach men on my channel, guys, get control of your emotions and understand that emotions are our enemy as men. Emotions are our enemy enemy as men 
think about it. You can be so in love that you do something stupid or that it hurts you very badly. You can be so angry that you do something stupid or that it hurts you very badly. Does this sound like a good realm for you to dabble in? No? What a shock. But what is it that women want from you that you never, ever had any issue with the rest of your life? Think about it as a child when you were going to football practice or soccer. Oh, you were going and doing all of these other things. And as long as women weren't a part of your life, you weren't really that emotional about anything, were you? Unless women had become part of your life. And then you realized later on that you didn't have a woman around, at which point you were sad because you were like, oh, yeah, I need a woman around. But before you didn't need a woman around. Remember? But once you've had a woman around and then you don't have a woman around, you're like, I'm sad. My emotions. I don't have a woman around. I know I've been there before. But knowing this, why dabble in these emotions? If we're men and we're honest with one another, why would we want to be in an emotional state? And women say all the time, well, he wasn't emotionally available. Do you know why, ladies? Because there's very little place in real life for emotions, unless you're at war. Look, when you're at war with an actual enemy, well, emotions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I promise you that's how you win. Um, but this is not where you want to be any other time. It makes you vulnerable because when you're emotional, you make bad decisions. And what is some very good advice from many men in history? Never make a decision when you're hungry, angry, hurting, rest on it, sleep on it, eat a meal on it, think about it. Never make an immediate decision. This is a ancient advice. Ancient advice. <clears throat> What's up, Kush? Good to see you. Charismatic uh, fiend. Good to see you, sir. John Fernandez. John, do you think the unalive statistics have risen current day for men because of immediate gratification of society? Has this trait been underreported? It's very likely that this is underreported right now. However, I, I think more than likely men are starting to get control of themselves. Um, I think what happened, John, a lot of people either weren't alive during the 70s, 80s. I mean, definitely the 80s um, when New York was crack filled streets. And I mean, some of the districts you have now in New York were just absolutely degenerate, crack filled, coke, just slums and then also uh adult places everywhere down there uh, in that area which are now no longer like that i think what happens is things used to go on back in the day that don't go on now um we're getting a lot better control on it people are starting to behave a little bit better and less unaliving of other people because of cameras and it's harder to back in the day you could get away with this stuff Nowadays, it's harder, and therefore, there's less of it. Now, there will still be stupid people who are like, eh, not even thinking about getting away with it, that will create, you know, commit these crimes. But uh, I think men are becoming more aware that women might use their uh, aggression emotion against them. Um, a men's baser instincts, guys, 
women have been using this against men from the dawn of time. I mean, Helen of Troy, there are so many women that come to mind in history that, that, you know, Samson, you know, and whatever that chick's name was, Delilah or whatever. There's so many men in history, literature, lore, whatever you want to call it, uh, examples of women doing this. And quite frankly, Rusty says it right here, a man's mind should never be prisoner to the idea of a woman. We're different, guys. I know society tells you we're exactly the same. We're not exactly the same. Women are extremely good at social interactions, keeping the social milieu up. Um, they're very good for our society in that aspect. Now, modern ones a little less sometimes, but this was ultimately the woman's realm, making sure that all of the other families and factions of the men that went off and battled and protect the village and etc 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 the women made sure that everything on the home front was good and all of the everybody was playing nice together so that when we men came home with the food and that everyone can cook and pitch in and do their part and they're good at the social stuff they're good at the emotional stuff we're good at the utilitarian stuff you know what i mean reinforce the road fix the plumbing you know battle off other warring factions that might be coming for our women this is what this is where we shine, men, not in the emotional area. That's not a good place for a man. You know, um, when astronauts go up, they run all these background checks to make sure that none of these people that are going up into an enclosed environment in a zero degree outside temperature full of radiation outside of the ship. None of these people are going to pop under the pressure and, and freak out in an enclosed environment with zero tolerance for error. And not every man can hack that level of pressure because of his emotions or his inability to control his emotions. Well, I always like to talk about, I forget the gentleman's name, and of course it'll come back to me in a minute. He went around to the dark side of the moon. Um, when we went up into space and landed on the moon, he was going to rotate with the moon. Now, there was a craft above, obviously, with other astronauts, but he was the one man on the moon rotating around while he lost radio communication with the ship and Earth and everyone else. This is where the song Dark Side of the Moon comes from, obviously. I mean, it's a very... This man was, at that moment, the most alone human being that a human being has ever been the furthest away from every other human being and absolutely broken off from any contact whatsoever. Wasn't no email, wasn't no text message. He didn't have a sidekick. You know what I mean? But the idea of that is he didn't freak out on that. He didn't get immediately scared and fold. And this is tough for a lot of people, especially people like me that might have a level of... Um, you know what I mean? You get to a certain point where you're like, hey, I, I feel anxiety, guys. Some men don't. Some men don't fold under that pressure. But it's the ability to control that emotion that all men need to focus on because this will be used against you. This can easily be used against you. Looks like the moderator's got everything in shape. Good to see. Good to see everybody. 
27 of you in here, 17 likes. Let's hit that like button and let's continue. Men, we need to get to a place where we can talk to other men about our emotions without shaming them. I had someone come on. I, I screenshotted it on my phone. I should have put it on the computer. On the show we did last night about women, and it said, why do you men or why do you losers on here talking about women getting older? You know what I mean? And it was kind of just funny because we were having a good time and it was, hey, why are y'all whining about this? Why are y'all always whining about this or crying about this? I forget what the wording is, but it was shaming language from a female man, a man, but this is female behavior. We were minding our own business over here. Obviously, they talk about whatever they want on the females, but here comes Captain Savaho. Why y'all talking about these women? Well, we were just kidding around. We were just having a good time. But here you come to make yourself a part of it. You're not allowed to do this because that's what a woman would do. And this was a full-grown man, theoretically. You're not allowed to talk about this. Why are y'all talking about this? Why are y'all... Man, we're just chilling. We're just chilling. Obviously, this could have just been a woman with a man's profile picture on there because it was very female behavior. It was very emotional behavior. How dare you talk about this? I can't believe you would say this, John. You're not allowed to say that. Not about these women. We were just chilling, man. We were just having a good old time. That's all. But this is the sad place we've come to. Even when men get together to have a good old time, just a few jokes, a few laughs, you know, getting through the holiday, bringing men through the other side of the holiday and picking them up and saying, hey, let's have some fun tonight. Let's not be down on ourselves. Let's not be sad that we don't have a dried up piece of peace leave next to us, arguing in our ear. People show up. Who hurt you? Well, I mean, you know, somebody obviously, but we're still just kicking it. We're just having a good time. But we're not going onto their platforms to try to push our message, but they're coming over here to try to push their shit. Isn't that interesting? Think about that. Like, I don't ever go to a blue pill channel and like, yeah, you guys are a bunch of suckers for love, but they'll come over here. Why are you so against love? Well, because it's not good for people, men or women. I mean, I'm not even, this isn't even against women. That's the sad part is I'm, I'm looking out for women also. This Look, the history of relationships between men and women, it hasn't worked out great. Now, it did work out great when we were a religious society, which I'm not religious. I'm just saying, like, when we were, shit was working pretty damn smooth. Everything, the roads, government, you name it. But then again, you know, what do I know? What do I know? Um. Uh, when I was streaming, it happened in my stream. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, Kush. This is how you got to be, man. When you put out this and you're going to talk to men and try to help the men, you can only help the men that want help. When Captain Save a Hose come up, you just got to block them. You just got to be like, well, you're hidden from the channel. No one will ever see your chat. You can chat till you're blue in the face. Every time I upload, no one will ever see it other than it'll say three chats and they'll only see two chats because your ass is hidden. And you don't even know it. And you're still coming on here and chatting. Still wasting my energy on this because I disagree with John. Oh, okay. It's been six months. You're still chatting. Nobody can see you. You ain't figured it out. Not one person has up big up to your, your comment. And they still come back. I don't like this either, John. Yeah, no one sees that. 
I don't even see them anymore. Emotional men. I got to let you know how I feel. I got to let you know because you can't talk about women like this. How dare you talk about women? Oh, we're just chilling. This is just for entertainment over here, man. Don't take it too seriously. Don't get too in your feelings. Red pill rage and blue pill rage. Blue pill rage is far deadlier than red pill rage. You think red pill rage is deadly? Man, blue pill beta male simp ass rage is the most deadly substance on the planet, guys. A blue pill guy that thinks he's the one and only for some chick that's got three or four men, that dude is a danger to society. You know what I'm saying? Put a one in the comments if you if you agree with me. There's 28 of you in here. Let's see if anyone agrees. Is a blue pill beta male in love with a woman who's got three or four other men he don't know about? Is that dude dangerous or is he totally on the level mentally, you think? Sucker for love, dude. What do you think? I see a few ones coming in already. Looks like who says one? Malice says one. Beth Davis even says one. Garrett, Bolo in the house. Good to see you, Bolo. Uh-huh. Yeah. The dangerous one is the one that's in love, that believes that his emotions and my lady is gonna, my lady, guys, I gotta protect my lady. I gotta do what's right by my lady. I wanna make sure my lady understands that I'm here. I'm going to protect her from all these men. Who are these, who are these men? What, what, what's this guy Chad and Tyrone doing here at my house in the middle of the night? I got to protect my lady. I didn't know. Oh, I don't know these guys, Chad and Tyrone. Oh, they just, oh, they came out of nowhere. I didn't know what to do. I'll save you, my lady. He gets the gap. The Swiss cheese is up the whole room. And she's over here like, oh, oh, thank God he didn't shoot me. Okay, uh, come up with something. Come up with something. Um, I don't know who they were. I just thought if I blew them, they'd go away. Oh, oh okay. Well, this my thank God I saved you. Yeah, Big Simp. You, you saved me, Big Simp. Come on. Come on in here and give me a hug. Oh, thanks, Big Simp. Oh, oh, this is a mess. Oh, thank goodness. And then he, the cops show up. He goes to jail. She's free. She lost all three of her men. Now she ain't got no cares in the world. No cares in the world. It's the blue pill men that are dangerous, man. It's not the red pill men. It's us red pill men are telling us other red pill men, hey, let's not red pill out. Let's calm down a little bit. We got to eventually back down from the anger and channel that into something more positive. Workout, eating well, whatever it is for you. It might not be that for you. It's not the same for everybody. That's what it is for me because that shit feels good. You want to know how to cure depression? You want to know how to cure your depression? Start fucking exercising a lot. I'm not saying your medicine doesn't work. I'm not saying any of these other things. I'm telling you, moving your endorphins around will make you feel generally a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. But you got to stop with the other things too if you want to. Anything else that might be a depressant. Now, if you're not a depressed person and you're drinking and smoking, and you, man, drinking and smoking, do your thing, bro. I love it. I'm not against that. I get it. Vices, by all means, every man should have a vice, a small one, gently, carefully. Not with a vagina, hopefully. But I mean, you know, a little something, but under control. Obviously, not crack. Don't be Captain Crack Sparrow out here, guys. That shit is not good for anybody. And it ain't going to end well for anybody.
I mean, he looks like he is happy. I will give him that. He looks, he doesn't look like he's full of red pill rage. Read something else, but anyways, good to see everybody. 30 of you in here, 21 likes. Let's continue. See the chat's going smooth. Good to see everybody. D's nuts. Good to see you. Hey, John, I'm here today. What's up, brother? Good to see you. Been missing you, my man. We've been looking for a lot of people. We've been looking for a lot of people that we've been missing. Hope everybody's well. John G, hope you're doing well. Miss you, brother. Um, man, miss miss all kinds of folks. Miss all kinds of folks. Hope to see you all again someday soon. Uh, Doberman went missing. He's still in the members area here at Gone With John, so I'm hoping he's okay, but I hadn't seen him in a while. Good to see you all. Let's get back. Guys, Red Pill Rage. This can go on for years. This can affect your sleeping. This can affect your eating habits. This can affect you. Now, it is a valid emotion. And obviously, I don't shame men for feeling their emotions. But what I do is I encourage men to process that and feel that enough to be able to set it towards something else. The important thing is in order to get over a bad breakup or painful divorce or whatever and be able to let go of the rage part of it is closure. You're never going to get closure from a lot of the women, but you can give it to yourself. It'll be hard. Yeah, this shit's still going to go through your mind at three in the morning every now and again. You're going to wake up and thinking about this lady that when you're awake, you don't care about her, but your subconscious thinks about her, right? When you're awake two, three years later, you don't think about it. You don't care about it. You know, it never enters your mind. But for some reason at 2.30 in the morning, when you wake up and have to piss, that shit's in your head. Put a one in the comments if I'm right. I mean, that's how it works for me sometimes. You don't think about her. You don't need her. You don't care about her. All of a sudden, you wake up from a sleep in a cold sweat. Hmm. That's unfortunate. Unfortunate way to live. Some people will get past this very quickly. Some people will not. Because you believe, oh, well, if I had done this differently and I had done this differently. And we all go through and think of the things we could have done differently. But the truth of the matter, gentlemen, is... It's the closure that we can eventually get that's going to free us from all of this. Now, it's easier said than done. Clearly, I know. But if you decide to openly work towards that, you decide, I'm going to work towards this. I'm going to try to find some closure and use my energy to put it somewhere else. The reason I say this, the reason this is so important is because if you spent half the time at two in the morning that you spend thinking about this other person or what could have been different or done better into bettering yourself, whether it be physically, monetarily, maybe you move to a different place. Maybe you move to a place with more jobs, a town that has more opportunity. Maybe you, if you spent that much planning and energy on bettering yourself in any kind of way at all, as you do in thinking about this thing that's dead and gone, dead and gone. What could you do? What could you accomplish? You can answer this question for yourself. You don't have to answer in the chat, of course, gentlemen, if you don't want to, but ask yourself, 
how much time have you spent thinking about this person or the thing that they did since they did the thing that they did? And of course, you became aware of it. Would you say that you've wasted any time that could have been spent better? I mean, time is valuable. We forget sometimes how valuable time is. Um, but <clears throat> let's assume that your time is only worth $20 an hour. Well, let's, and again, let's say $25 an hour. What is, what is it, 25? So, you know, what's a 40-hour work week at $25 an hour? What's that, $1,000 a week? Somebody do the math. Where's my calculator? Mm -mm, there we go. I'm pretty sure 25 times 40 is 1,000, but... Uh, oh, so 25, whoops. Yeah, 25 times 40 is 1,000. Have you, you know, spent 25 hours in one week thinking about this person, sad about this person? Wondering what could have been different. What could I have done different? Hmm. Yes. It's okay. That's okay. This is what it is, guys. Let's, uh, let me paint a picture of you. Let me paint a picture for you, rather, of me many times. Back in the day, of course. Not anymore, but back in the day. Let's see, where are we? If only I had done this, I'd be happy. If only I had done that, I would be satisfied. If only I would have said it this way, rubbed it that way. If only I would have thought more about her needs, her wants, her ambitions, her life, her struggles, her strife, her pain, her agony. If I'd have only thought of all the times she told me that she wasn't happy, guys. If I'd only done this, if I'd only taken the trash out the way she told me, if I'd have been where she wanted me to be when I was there and never late, she would have been happy then. She would have loved me then. She would have really cared about me then. If I'd have done this, maybe, maybe things would be different. She'd really care about me. Sadly, I couldn't do that. I wasn't good enough to do what she needed, guys. For her, for her happiness, for her mental health. So she could focus on her career. I failed. Sadly, this is not what goes on, guys, but this goes through your head sometimes. You know what I mean? Like you start thinking like this and you're like, yeah, maybe I could have done it. I could have totally fixed it. <sighs> this is time we waste as men, guys. You can't make a lot of women happy. It's not a, that's not a dig on women. They have their own mental things that they're going through and figuring out in life, and they have to get there at their own pace. We complicate that process. Quite frankly, our relations with women actually complicate their growth process because a lot of times when they get out of their parents' health, they're not totally developed and thought of, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not totally there. And then they get in a couple of bad relationships, and before you know it, they're batshit insane. We kind of complicate their growth process. And then one day they get to 40 or 50 or 60, and then they're like, oh, 
I, I was very immature at some points. I needed to grow and learn and have some experiences to really find myself. They even say these words, find myself. This happens to men and women. But just know that a lot of times our growth and their growth collide and neither one of us grow up and we do childish things as a direct result of both of us being angry. You see, an angry woman, guys, is, uh, well, look, you know how I always tell you guys that like an angry man or an in his emotions man is a very dangerous thing? An angry woman, oh, man, guys, forget about it. We, it doesn't even, it's not even the same thing. I mean, yes, physically we could best them easily, but mentally they could play head games that we can't even imagine. They've been doing this since they were on the playground at five, six, seven years old, making clicks, letting some women in, some women not, picking at other women, calling women names. They've been doing this. Shout out to Coach Greg. He talks about this subject matter as well. Remember, you'd go out on the playground at lunchtime and all the boys would be playing and having a great time and you'd come in and the entire school would be shut down and all the girls would be in the a secret private meeting in the locker room. Do you know what was going on at that time? Sally had convinced Susie to off herself because she said that the end of the world was coming and the teachers were hiding it. Just to mess with her. Just to embarrass her in front of the other kids. Girls are... They're particular, guys. The more you get to know them, the more you realize this. We need a break from all this serious conversation. Okay, Rusty Rivers requesting fat chicks dancing. Fantastic. Without further ado, for Rusty Rivers, in honor of Mr. Rivers, give you big girls dancing. Let's get your chat off so we can – I don't want to hide the beauty of what's going on here with your super chat. Thank you for supporting, by the way. There you go. You wanna party with a fat bitch? Even though in comments you're like cap bitch. Time to spend with me, you'll be time well spent. And if I get unhappy, no, I'm leaving a den. No, you wanna party with a fat bitch? Buy me diamonds in your name brand chips. Time you spend with me, will be time well spent. And if I get unlucky, no, I'm leaving a den. I'm a big fat big butt, big dreams fatty. Two minutes with me, and you'll be calling me daddy. Might not pass the presidential fitness test, but notify your next to kin, I'll put you to rest. Whiny little dude say, I'm concerned for your health. Think about my back rolls while they're touching themselves. They comment, I legitimately thought this was John Candy. Then whisper my name as they start to get brandy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, here's a good comment, guys. We're going to continue the show here. Here's a good one. Papa Burlap, I found myself hungover, so I stopped drinking and hit the gym regularly. That was six months ago. I've done this myself. I quit back in like July and I relapsed a time or two. And by relapsed, I mean I had a couple beers a time or two. And then about a couple of weeks ago, I found myself drinking again daily four or five beers, six beers, which if is if you don't like if you're a man that can function doing that, more power to you. I can't do that because eventually I'm like, I'm going to have 12 beers. And uh, at 46 years old, the next day, 12 beers is almost death. I don't know if y'all know that, but you're almost uh, it's not good. Like you're pissing sand. It's just not good for you. So I had to stop doing that again. And I've been focused on trying not to do that anymore. And I'm just not good at it. But I think the first step as a man is being able to be honest with yourself and saying, okay, some men can do this and can handle business and do what they have to do. I cannot because I'm flawed. I have these, I have to be honest with myself, but I'm proud of you, my man, Papa. That's the best way to be, man. Look, if it's, if it's a problem for you as a man at all, and you recognize it in yourself, time to stop. 
Time to stop. Mm, mm, mm. Good to see everybody. Yeah. Oh, no. It's good to see you guys. My poor eyes. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Hey, Rusty gets what Rusty wants. Rusty comes through, supports the show. Yesterday was doing all kinds of crazy stuff for men of the manosphere everywhere. Look, guys, you got to love a guy that's like supporting not just the show, but other men. He was, man, can't say enough good things about that, dude. Look out. Let's get back into the show, boys and girls. Good to see everybody again. Good to see everybody. So let's talk about this red pill rage and how we can use this to our advantage if it weren't for working out or working. What I recommend that you do is start really taking a look at your spending and getting into your budget. If you're not interested in working more hours and trying to earn more money, at least look at where your spending is going. I know this isn't great content, but... Imagine that um, you could save yourself X amount of money per month. Where could you do it? How could you do it? Think about that. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Interestingly enough, now let's talk about the working out aspect of this. As a man, you should want to get at least a little stronger. Now, I don't mean go in and lift 900 pounds twice. I'm talking about 15 pounds. If you haven't worked out in a while, start with a little 15 pound weight and do that shit up and down a thousand times. You'll feel sore the next day. You'll be sore for three days. You'll feel it. Don't worry. You're like, oh, that doesn't sound like a lot of weight. That's Don't do it in the gym. Don't go try to be a badass in front of these broads. Start recording yourself on day number two. Don't do that. But at your house, a little go to Walmart, get 10 pound weight. Do curls with that 10-pound weight. Do a 1,000 of them. If you don't think that's a lot of weight, do 100 curls with that 10-pound weight and see if your ass don't feel sore the next day. Skull crushers behind your head, up and over like this for your triceps. You don't have to be with heavy weight, guys. This isn't about being a muscle man. This is about let's get your basic motor functions back. Let's get your reflexes as a man back. Let's get your basic balance as a man back. Just through a little bit of simple, simple dumbbells, simple working out, not, not anything crazy. You don't have to get on the treadmill. Just walk a mile, maybe around the neighborhood every day. Something, little stuff. We're going to start small. But as you do this, you'll notice that you're not getting as angry as you used to get at life anymore because your body is releasing dopamine as a result of working out. Your body is releasing all these endorphins because your body is going through things. Your body's designed to go through things, guys. We're not meant to be living this life of comfort and luxury that we are. The reason I mention that is because it's important for you to know that the more you move around, the more you do, the more you... This creates a sense of overwhelming well-being in your brain because you feel like you're accomplishing all these things. This is a very powerful thing. If you are used to getting this feeling of dopamine from drugs and alcohol, though, you may not remember what it's like when you're like, I've done this. I've, I've accomplished this exercise goal I have, or I've gotten strong enough to lift this thing that I couldn't lift anymore. It seems like a small thing, but to a man, this is a very big physical signifier. And for men, we're supposed to be physical. Remember, guys, we're not the emotional ones. We're the ones that physically can get shit done if necessary. 
So this builds on you. Ah, right there, Papa Burlap said it. Right here. Helps build pride. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to rebuild men here on my channel. I'm trying to build a level of pride because men have been so stripped from this, so stripped of this, so beaten down, so emasculated by divorces, divorce scrape, getting drugged through court, getting your social security taken by the ex-wife, barely making it, being forced to be homeless or damn near homeless. Men have been through a lot. And right now, when I look around everywhere damn near in the world, I see a lot of men who look like they're losing hope, who look like they're losing pride in being a man. Because everywhere in society right now, men bad, men dumb, men bad, men. Don't listen to the bullshit men. The only power they have over us is they're yapping, they're talking, they're repeating the lie. It's time that we bring a sense of ownership and pride back to men in being men, all men, every man. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what color you are. It's time that men get a sense of fucking manhood back. Pride is step one. You have to believe in yourself, i.e. stand on your own. Have you a little studio apartment? Work your ass off to get it and pay for it and do it so that no one can tell you shit except your boss. That's pride. That builds a level of character. Working out and working on your physical physique builds a level of character. It builds a level of pride. It builds a level of accomplishment. And I mean basic stuff, guys. I'm not talking about, you don't have to be in there like Schwarzenegger. I'm talking little bitty stuff, little bitty getting in shape incrementally, day by day by day by day, just doing something. This is very good for you. Contriver, great to see you, sir. Honored to have you here. This is what's important for men, a level of pride in being a man. We are being emasculated by a society that, quite frankly, is feminizing everything. And I don't know why. I don't even get it. So it's important to channel that rage into a level of pride for yourself, men. Men, all men, all men. Because right now in this current climate and economy, at some point, at some point, the weak are going to come asking on the strong. You know what I mean? At some point. So the strong men will have to be, one, capable. And have a level of emotional control to deal with it appropriately. Because this will happen. Johnny Midnight, good to see you, sir. Treated myself to an M1 studio. Oh, fantastic. Good to see you, sir. Working out has pulled me out of depression more than once. Chris Chambers, thank you, sir, for your honesty. I love that comment. If I've missed your comment, guys, I apologize. I'm trying to get to people, but uh, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, working out will help you. Emasculation can destroy you. It sucks. But guys, they've done studies and found that the more time a man spends around a woman, the more feminine he becomes. I'm not even kidding you. The more docile he becomes is probably the better way of saying that. While he might not become completely feminized, he becomes more docile 
And while docile is good, and I encourage you to have control of your emotions, it's, well, guys, it's better to be a warrior in a field of farmers than it is to be a farmer in a field of warriors, if you understand. It's better to understand um, engagement, if necessary, and never have to use it than it is to have no understanding of engagement in a time where it is critical. Yeah, they don't want to procreate, do they? It seems like they're really against that, which is a strange thing to do if you're, you know. But I will tell you this, Charismatic Fiend, and this is just my own personal understanding of the universe around me and the things I've noticed. But if I can speak briefly on that, um, procreation is about creating someone else. And most people today are very selfish, very self-involved, very... And if you saw the thing the other night, the Grammys, where they did the big satanic-y looking thing, depending on what your religious beliefs are, um, me personally, I mean, I'm just looking at it scientifically. Satanism is the love of oneself. I mean, it, it, if you know, you know, but if you don't, you can Google it. But the idea of Satanism as a religion is the love of oneself, the putting of oneself forced, the sexual deviancy of oneself. The it, it, That's what it is. Like, that's... Satanism as a religion. And I'm not a religious person, guys. I'm just telling you, like, that's what it is. So if I look at the behaviors of the people that don't want to procreate, it seems like, well, they want to do what they want to do when they want to do it without worrying about bringing a child into the picture or taking care of a child. So it's very selfish, which it is what it is. But I mean, as a living being, guys, our number one goal should be the survival of our species. Every other species on the planet that doesn't have our technology and wisdom, quote unquote, or ability to overthink things, every other thing on the planet doesn't worry about this. It's just they they just procreating and hey, let's try not to get eaten by anything else. Let's procreate. Let's try not to get eaten by anything else. We got to make more squirrels. We got to make more prairie voles. We got to, you know what I mean? Like all, all the other creatures on the planet are like, yeah, well, we know we're supposed to do this. But humans are like, ah, babies, that's so last year. Traditional family, what do you, wow, who wants to do that? Well, it got you here, like as a living being, you got here because of a traditional family. Does it sound like it might work? No, that's a, no way, that's oppressive and that's slavery. That's, that's how you got here, a mother and a father. Ideally, many of you got here because a mother and a father had a traditional family and everyone had a role to play. And until one of them skipped out on their roles, <clears throat> um, everything worked fine. Everything went fine. But now all of a sudden, all these new ideas and our species isn't reproducing fast enough to continue on this planet. Ah, ah. Modern, modernism, I tell you, it really is something. You really have to see it to believe it. Hmm. 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 Unbelievable. Hold on one moment. I have something I want to share with you guys. You may not have seen this one recently here, but I wanted to share this because many of you guys are out there having red pill rage over a woman who isn't worthy of your red pill rage. Or maybe she is worthy of it, but she's lived a life that herself has been so absolutely volatile and destroyed and just by 
a woman by another woman, maybe her mother, maybe it was whatever, but many of you are grieving the loss of a relationship with someone who has lived a life of insanity before you even came along. Pay attention, boys. Hate your parents. It really is. Since I was eight years old, my mom forced me to go around our neighborhood and ask if I could do any of their house chores, like scrubbing floors or mowing the lawn to earn some money. But what monster sends their 10-year-old daughter alone into the houses of strangers? And second, all the money I earned, my mom took away from me again. The creepiest experience was this very old woman who I think had Alzheimer's. I cleaned her whole house once every month, but one time, her front door was open, which was strange. I entered and said, hello? I'm upstairs, please help me. Her voice was coming from the bedroom, so I went there. She was laying on her bed and looked distressed. Someone is under my bed. A man came into the room and crawled under my bed. I tried to stand up, but he always grabs my leg until it hurts so much that I have to lay back down. I looked at her ankle and saw that it was covered in bruises, as if the hand of a... And this girl's been through all this shit. And you're over here like, why am I trying to get, I'm trying to get her. She's, I'm giving her all the stuff. I'm holding masculine frame, but she just doesn't seem interested in me. Dave, take it easy. Sometimes these girls have been through stuff, man, you don't even know about. Strong man had grabbed it with all of its strength. It was so creepy, I freaked out and ran outside screaming. When I got back home, my mom asked, why aren't you working? There's a man hiding under the old woman's bed. My mom didn't care and said, you either come back with your salary or you'll sleep on the street tonight. It Damn. Imagine that you're missing this girl and you're beating yourself up with red pill rage and her mother had done that to her. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that lady would have made a good wife? Do you think she would have made a good mother? Stable? Do you think she would have later had a few bats in her, her belfry, so to speak? Think she might have freaked out one day or went nuts on you? Possible. Just remember, a lot of these girls sadly have been through a life that you knew nothing about before you. And sometimes they weren't this bad. Sometimes it was just a slew of boyfriends that, you know, pumped and dumped her, maybe. But sometimes it's this. Sometimes you're all upset because you miss a woman who is batshit insane. No offense, ladies. It was winter and I needed a warm place to sleep. So I did go back into the old woman's house. But instead of cleaning it, I just stole some money out of her wallet. Ah, oh, in woman form, huh? The following month, I had to go back to her house, but this time I could sense a foul smell coming from inside, and nobody opened the door when I knocked. That might just be the old woman smell. Sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. I told my mom about it, and she said, The old woman is dead. We can rob her house. Right. Yeah. Sometimes these are the girls that you guys are missing and crying over and... Why won't she? She acts like she doesn't love. She's not capable of loving John. I know, I know, I know. Well, that's what we did, even though I stayed far away from the old woman's bedroom. Oh, well, it's barely robbery if you stayed far away from the old woman's bedroom. By now, you probably have an idea how reckless my mom was. She also knew someone working at a blood donation center, so once every two months, she sends me over there to have my blood drawn. And some of you guys, man, why won't this girl love me, John? Why is she so distant? Why She seems like something's going on in her brain, but she don't want to talk about it. She don't want to tell me what it is. 
I don't understand her, John. She just seems so distant. Her eyes are a million miles away. In return, I was paid $50, which of course I had to give to my mom. It's completely illegal for young kids to donate blood, by the way. Oh, and if you wonder why I helped my mom... Papa Burlap says, I often wonder how these stories are actually true. If these stories are actually true or whatnot, I'm not sure, but... Uh, there's no telling. I mean, we live in a world where people do fake stuff. However, I can tell you there are documented cases you can read about multiple, many, many, many over 100 years of women doing this to their daughters, pimping out their daughters, letting men sleep with their daughters for stuff, money, rent, you name it. Um, there are so many cases of women using their daughters as property to sell or for benefit financially that... I don't wonder about it at all. When I see the story, I'm like, this is an accurate representation of documented stuff that has happened. There are cases and cases and cases to be read about. Now, is this lady embellishing it? Maybe. People do that too. It's often hard to tell, but I very rarely doubt them when I see them. I always think, well, this shit has happened. Believe me, stranger shit than what she's talking about has happened. This ain't even out of the ordinary. This is like a Tuesday in a lot of places, especially a lot of podunk-ass country towns, a lot of meth towns, a lot of podunk places. This shit here is common. Robbed the old woman's house? It's because I was a child. Had I refused, my mom would have punished me so badly. Her favorite punishment was to make me move into the garage for a few days. There I would have no blanket or heating, and it got so cold during winter that I either had to exercise throughout the night to keep myself warm or suffer severe hypothermia. My teachers realized that my life at home wasn't normal when I came to school with a bald head. The teacher asked, What had happened? Oh, my mom cut off my hair to sell it. To me, that explanation made perfect sense. I thought that all mothers use their daughters to make money, but my teacher seemed disturbed by my response and invited my mom into school. How selfish are you to sell your own daughter's hair? Well, my mom is a professional liar and responded, It's true. I did. My mom is a professional liar. Imagine being in a relationship with that young lady who seems like a nice lady, but she may have just wanted to get away from her mom when you got in a relationship with her. Remember when y'all fell in love and she swallowed your kids and made you feel like a real man? Um, you may have thought, oh, she really loves me, but really her mom might've been crazy. And she might've been like, you know what? I can't do another B and E this evening. I don't want to do another B and E this week. And I don't want to sell any more blood. I might as well blow this guy and live with him and pretend to love him for a little while. It's not out of the realm of possibility, guys. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I know I said it in a harsh way, but I do that because that's the, the, the dirtiness of it. That's the awfulness of it. That's not out of the realm of possibility. She's unhappy in her life. She sees you. You got a nice place. You seem like a harmless guy because you're a beta male, harmless ass dude. You're the nice guy. Oh, my lady, can I take care of you? Uh, yeah, actually, I'd love to live here and have you be nice to me because... I'm um, I'm scheduled for a breaking and entering with my mom tonight at a dead old woman's house. So I'd love to just stay here for the night. The nice guy, the beta male, is what it is. Anyways, mm, mm, mm. yes, they don't think about it at all. Yeah, they just react. Johnny Midnight, good to see you. This is very true, guys. A lot of people don't realize this and they don't think that this is possible, but I'm telling you, 
women, when their emotions are flared up and involved, people are in danger. It's dangerous. Of course she loves you. That's what they do. This is what many people in general do when they're batshit. Oh, you just got to put up with me. Oh, I love you. I'm sorry I'm crazy. I'm sorry I stabbed you. I'm sorry I ruined your life. I'm sorry I did this. I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're not sorry. I married a mentally broken woman and found out the hard way. 98 to 2008. Hmm. I hear you, my brother. That's a tough one. Um, I put 16 years into a woman that I thought was the one. 15 married. One year we lived together, but 16 total. You just never know. You just never know if they you know, might have issues they're working through, which everyone does. I'm not suggesting that they're bad people because they have issues. Everyone has issues. Men, we must admit, sometimes we have our own issues. But... You know what I mean? Sometimes they get into relationships when they have a lot of issues to get away from their issues and they shouldn't be in relationships. And typically their issues never go anywhere. They usually come back to involve the man that she's now with. Hmm. I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. Anyways, guys, we're an hour in. I'm going to go eat some breakfast and possibly have another coffee. Good to see everybody. Thank you guys for coming. Love you, boys. Thank you so much. I will see you later on this evening. We will, of course, be doing a live stream. Don't forget members live stream coming up on Sunday. All of you guys that are members can see that on the membership tab of my Gone With John page. There's a shorts tab, live tab, videos tab, store tab, and a membership tab where you can see members only posts and members only videos. If you're not a member yet, sign up. Uh, You know, it's like three bucks a month. But then you can participate in those Sunday streams. Guys, we'll see y'all. Thank y'all so much. Let's give you some Corpse Lloyd, boys. Let's give you some volume first. This Corpse is always better with a little volume. Y'all have a great one. Feel like lightning when you lie to me. Can't trust a soul, I'm dealing silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be. I don't wanna focus on the problems, I slip up on the move, I'm moving, just a little tossing. I'ma be the only one to finish when it's started. The living that you see until you're better, come and talk to. All the way to finish, I think you're gonna watch how it's started. I'm rich and I'm a bitch, and though it's sharp as a rod. Kissing on my neck, I got a lost in my conscience. Ripping on the wish you wanna go, so I'm not.
Kissing all by yourself, Hans? Sluts, whores, sugar babies, gold diggers, and whatnot.